Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host and I got a good dude on today, man. <laughs> we, we had a couple of technical difficulties, but we worked through it and here we are. I've got my buddy Troy Hoffman, my new buddy Troy Hoffman on the show today. Troy, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Ken. We love it. <laughs> this is going to be an awesome day, man. It's going to be a great day, man. So, so Troy, I, I created this show. Uh, it's been a couple of years ago now. Um, it, it's it's literally to help people get unstuck in life. And, man, right now especially, there's a lot of people stuck. A lot. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to just have you share your story and, and hopefully inspire some people and help them get unstuck. How's that sound? Sounds awesome. <laughs> good, good. So, so let's start with where you were born and raised. God, uh, so I was born in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, raised in Boca for a few years, lived in Dallas, Texas through third through fifth grade, and then sixth grade on, I grew up in a place called uh, Cape Canaveral, Cocoa Beach, yeah. Merritt Island, Florida area, which was awesome. We had unlimited rivers and swamps and it was like huckleberry finn lifestyle growing up and it was just like probably one of the funnest times you I mean like parents would let us go out on the boat for three days when we were like 14 years old and disappear in the middle of nowhere and i think it uh kind of i mean we still like still that little group of friends we're still in the text during the day which is awesome because we've got one friend that kind of a you know kind of a builder another one owns like when the third largest Italian wine company. Another one runs the, uh, the uh, I think the fanciest resort, the five-star resort in South Carolina. It's kind of like this eclectic crew of people that all are still very tight from, you know, hitting the rivers and wakeboarding and surfing and gator hunting and hog hunting and kind of all kinds of random things, which none of those things I do anymore. So gator, gator hunting? Gator hunting it was a really? little bit illegal back then. So, but people paid for gators to catch them and they'd give us money. To, it was the funnest thing. Wow. I would never do that at this age again, though. Yeah. The the braveness has gone down over the years. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, you, um, and you, I mean, you're not in Florida anymore, right? Uh, we're in California. I'm in my office in yeah. California right now, which is, you know, yeah. Kind of like the whole little setup. We've got to have a lot of meetings here and just, and this is actually, I barely even use the office, actually. I yeah. mostly use the conference room, and a lot of other people use this as little another meeting room, essentially, because all everything gets filled up around here so fast. So, 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 in, so in Florida, Cocoa, which is a beautiful area, by the way, that's, that's such a nice area. So you went to high school, I assume, there, and, and yep. did you end up going to college? Um. What when I graduated high school, spent the summer lifeguarding again, and a lady that worked for my dad, he had like a six thousand square foot rehab center. He was a chiropractor, neurologist, internal medicine, and clinical nutritionist. Wow. I grew up in this like hippie clinic, um, all natural health center. People with cancer and lupus and um, kids with autism. My dad would treat like almost everybody actually almost for free because by the time they made it to him, they were broke. So. It was kind of this neat environment to grow up in. And one of the people running the rehab center was this guy, Howie, and his wife, uh, Jody. She was running one of the the nutritional side of the business, right, for my dad. And Jody's like, Howie can't go to massage school. So I was like, why not? I'll go to massage school. In my mind, I'll, like, I'll go to med school. But in the time, I'll be a lifeguard. I'll do massages. And right. <laughs> there'd be all these beautiful women or something. And this was your 17-year-old mind at the time. And ended up going to massage school. Wow. And during massage school, got involved with a uh, church, like a non-denominational church. Yeah. Um, and at 18, I started a Christian t-shirt company, and which actually took me all over the country, uh, all over the world, actually. I got to travel and speak and do ministry and then also just build businesses and be on the entrepreneur side of the world, too. And then we started doing surfwear, skatewear, and it kind of blew up. And we built uh, online shopping cart technology for that business, which was kind of rare back in 93, 94, 95. And 
you had to kind of build your own shopping carts online back in the day. You had to connect the, it wasn't like Shopify. We just log in and you build a website yeah. and boom, you're done in seconds, right? No, right. you had to build it and build the frames and, and build every aspect of everything you were building. So we actually got um, some really interesting jobs. We started a company called Value Web around 2021 and uh, that grew up too. But after about three years and we started doing larger and larger contracts, and I was a terrible entrepreneur at the time. I didn't I had no contracts with people. We worked with all these different um, outlets and bookstores for the on the shirt side. We did hats. We did Amway conferences. We did all the products um, for all the promotional products for large conferences. And on the website, we basically did very large jobs. So when we were doing all these large jobs, I didn't have the contracts really well laid out. And when people said they didn't want to pay their bills, sooner or later I kept borrowing, borrowing money and the whole thing collapse. I went bankrupt around 23, 24. By the time I was 24, put both companies through bankruptcy and went, then went to college again at that point. Wow. And how, uh, what year was this? Uh, 2000. I started the businesses okay. in 93. Uh, 2000 is when I finished the bankruptcy in October, of, I think October of 2000, September, somewhere around there, August, yeah. September. I've been in web development since 94. So I can relate to people not paying their bills. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, man. So, so you, um, wow, that's that's incredible, man. So you you went bank, and then you went you went to college, and were you still in Florida? I was still in Florida. I went to Florida right. State. I found uh, two degree programs when I was starting to look around. One was in um, multinational finance, and the other one is in performance management psychology. How do you build token economies and company? How do you motivate people? How do you, instead of uh, sourly or hourly, you know, how do you motivate people beyond that and build pay for performance system on behavioral based systems, right? Using applied right. behavior analysis. And so I've been really trying to work even at this company, trying to build out those systems here so yeah. you can have you know, balanced scorecards. So you can have metrics. So you can, every person in the company actually has a scorecard to know how they're performing on a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis and yearly to see how they match up to other people and how do they earn more based on just effort. Yeah. So. Wow. And, and so you went to college and did, did you graduate then? I got a two undergrads and a master's degree in basically wow. three years. So. <laughs> Wow. And we started a day spa. I used to say massage business, but it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> the day spa sounds better because people think massage business. Like, what were you doing there? I'm like, no, no. So it was like a day spa. We had like estheticians. We had massage therapists. So I started that in college and also at night, waited tables and bartended. So. Wow. So, and and you you never went back to the Christian t-shirt business? No. <laughs> no. But uh, I think kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing now is because I failed in those two companies. Yeah. Like if I would have had coaches, if I would have had mentors, if the internet was as prolific with information and motivation and inspiration, um, kind of what you have now, I don't think I would have failed. I mean, it would have been if I would have had any true entrepreneur mentor, someone that actually understood how to do books and understood how to market and, and scale companies, I don't think I would have failed. Yeah. I literally had some NASA engineers at a at a screwed up program called Score with all the best intentions yeah. tell me to go broke. And they'd run large companies like Boeing and, and USA Space Alliance and all these different larger companies. But large corporate managers don't know how to mentor people building small companies. Right. You can only lead where you've been. You can always you can always teach others how to accomplish something you've actually done it yourself. So yeah. Wow. So um so all of this went down in Florida. You got your master's degree, all of that in Florida. Mm -hmm. And somehow you ended up in California. <laughs> like that's the other side of the world from Florida. So school was wrapping up. I was finishing up. I was trying to sell off the uh, day spa and I was running the restaurant that I was working at. Um, and the lady let me kind of travel and look for careers, right? So okay. one of them was a medical records company startup in Orlando. Another one was a protein-based ice cream company, which I still think is amazing. You can lose weight and eat ice cream at the same time. This guy created this amazing formula. It was fantastic. And then another friend I grew up skateboarding with in seventh grade and migrated in the tech industry out to California, said, hey, there's this guy that just sold off one company 
trying to build up a whole other company. Um, do you want to come and interview for this? So we hired two people, me for the class action side, another guy for the bankruptcy business side to manage these things. So that's how I ended up in California. Jeez, man. So, it's so you, um, I, I mean, I can't imagine moving from Florida. It's, it's a big, it's a big difference. Florida. So I, feel, I feel like when you know why you're going somewhere, you, um, when you know the why, you can always figure out the how or figure out the what. And when I was interviewing, um, do you ever cut out things when you're a kid? Like, so we're talking about Mark Victor Hansen, right? Yeah. Love okay. Mark. So I've got a dream book that Mark told me to build, right? Um, and I was his chauffeur when I was a kid. I, I would volunteer at all the major conferences to drive you name it, any of the speakers around I could get a hold of. And uh, I got one time an opportunity to drive Mark uh, in Winter Park, Florida, when he was speaking at a like a little movie theater thing there. Bought every program he had, like literally every program. I actually got to send him my version of the tape series because he lost his of the of an original tape series that he had, which was awesome yeah. that I saw in my storage unit. Um, and I remember I just listened to these cassette tapes. And that's how old I am, Ken, over yeah. and over and over again. I'd be lifeguarding in the lifeguard tower at like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Like anytime I was like lifeguarding and not working or driving around the car, just constantly pounding away at everyone's cassette. Charlie Tremendous Jones, Zig Ziglar, like pounding and pounding away at these tapes back then. And I put together the book, right? All the people you want to meet, all the pictures of the houses you want or the places you want to go. And one of those with this house that was in Laguna Beach, California, that I was staying in Dana Point, interviewed in Irvine, hit the beach, drove south to Dana Point, and pulled off randomly in some random road, and that house was right there. No way. Man, John Asraf tells a story like that in, in The Secret. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's freaking awesome, man. And so you saw the house and what? And I was like, okay, that was just like one of like several signs that all hit at once. And I was like, okay, if this is where you want me to go, this is where I will go. You know? And it was like probably the most tremendous amount of work I think I've ever done multiple times over the last 17 years living out here, like building one company went from zero to four and a half million in three years and 10 months. Wow. Second company, again, zero to zero to four or 5 million basically in four years. And and scaling multiple companies, plus not having any capital or any investment, really, like within the first three months, you know, pay pay got cut with this new company. And he's like, hey, just stay on board, make it happen. And I was like, okay. And I, went again, waited tables and bartended again over, wow. you know, so, and so it's been did, the journey. Did you always have a dream, though, that somebody somebody would show up with a million dollar check and say, here, I want to invest in you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for, yes. still have that dream. But now you don't want the money that people offer you. Right. you know, it's like, now it's like you want it, but you want a much larger thing if they actually buy into the company. Right. Right. At the time when we, we must've pitched, I, I don't even know how many people I, we went through pitching. Yeah. I would say hundreds and everyone turned us down for this company. Um, Literally over the last 13 years, a number of pitches, a number of investment people, bankers, they all want this huge, they want 75% of the company for 10 bucks, yeah. you know, yeah. very, <laughs> it's very interesting. So yeah. I've never taken capital yet. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So <laughs> he said, yeah, we don't know yet where we're going, but so how, like, you know, I, I've, you started out talking about this, this, you were in the ministry in the Christian t-shirt company and you um, you know, and here you are today, but how, how important has your faith, how, how much of a role has your faith played in, in all of this? And, and is it, do you feel like today it's stronger? You know what? I mean, even right now, I would say with everything going on, like I, I know without a shadow of doubt, things will grow, things will happen, things will manifest, things will like, it's just, you just have to have faith. I mean, and you can, uh, and what's the worst I can have? I go back to washing dishes like I did when I was a kid. Right. You know, I mean, that's kind of the reality is if there are any restaurants open back then when it comes back around. But, right. but it's just like, right. you know, I'll go dig ditches again. I literally, I worked for a, a landscaping company right after massage school until I got my certificate and dug ditches, you know. Yeah. So 
you could always go back to yeah. Um, I, you always feel that like, and and I think you've got to be able to like clean the floors at the same time as you can lead at the highest level. You know, yeah. you lead by serving, you lead by by caring others, you lead by giving not in a not in always like oh are you okay and like worrying about people, but like I may not be your best friend and go fishing all the time, but I'm your best friend if shit goes wrong in your life. Right, right. Love that man. So, so talk a little bit about what you're, what you are, cause you do a lot of different things now. What are, what are some of the things that you're into now? Cause I know you're a coach, you do coaching. What, what are some of the other things you're into? So, so literally in the last um, two weeks, we've had 18 calls just on, Hey, my business is about to go under. What do I do? Um, and I, I'm not even pushing the coaching thing where I'm so slammed with just, yeah. Um, working on some Plurus. We've worked on this platform, which is like an ERP platform for the last 13 years. And it handles everything from legal administration to corporate remediation, to lien resolution, to bankruptcy class action, to all these different modalities of mass marketing, mass processing responses, and sending out distributions and checks. So we do all this trust management. Uh, we distribute money for um, large settlements, um, structured settlements, all these different little niches in the law that we manage, but it's a massive platform. We probably put, I don't know, well over 20 plus million dollars into building out this platform. And so we're trying to grow this company and scale it. But right now with the courts closed, our business, that area of the business is going to slow down, but we're also getting opportunities bid on, you know, different mortgage work right now that could be coming in with people changing their mortgages and processing stuff and doing corporate remediation for, um, you know, companies where they got in trouble, they need to basically notify people, tell people what happened and, you know, get them to respond back with a form saying it's okay and I'll get you a check at the end. So that business is kind of a lot, a lot going on there. A lot of, a lot of moving parts as we keep adding more components to it and scaling it. The other side is we have a supplement company called Balance Genics. The first company is called Simplaris uh -huh. and you can go check it out on Simplaris.com. Um, the other one's called Balance Genics and we're just, trying to build this supplement company because I grew up around something called Metagenics and Zymogen. Right. And my dad was really involved with Metagenics back in the day, um, was part of one of the original founders of Zymogen, which is now a massive nutraceutical, one of the top nutraceuticals in the world. And what I want to build next is on the tech side is an, basically an application that aggregates your blood work, your, 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 your saliva testing, your other testing, we'll call it, <laughs> we'll yeah. say it on here. Um, and your DNA testing and kind of, compare different data sets to say, Hey, what are the, what are the supplements I should be taking? And I kind of want to build this for myself. Right. Wow. So that when I, cause I get my functional medicine guy, then I've got like Nick Delgado will refer a whole list of products and I'll have somebody else that like Glenn Depke will, who's one of the top nutritionists in the, in the country who, uh, works for McCullough. Dr. McCullough sends them out speaking all over the place and ran McCullough's clinic for a while. Wow. Um, and they'll all refer different things. I'm like, well, how do I get all these things to fit? You know, right. and you get all these tests. And so that's what I want to kind of take the supplement companies. We keep finding high quality products that work and then and try to get them in people's hands that are like, okay, consistently. And then what do I take? And then, you know, we can't make it all. So we'll work with partner with different companies. So all the results show up. So we're working on that with balance genetics right now. Um, so those are the, those are the three main things right now. Wow, man. So, so right now, and, and look back in 08, 09, 10, maybe even 11. <laughs> I mean, we went, we went through a really rough time in the business world. Um, some of us survived it and some didn't. Did you feel back then? And, and I'm sure there's been ups and downs in, you know, in your journey with, with this in re regards to business, but did you feel it back then in 08, 09? Did it, did it do anything to you? So we started the doors to this company January 7th. I flew back from Florida and actually opened the doors. We had two couches, two rolls of toilet paper and one computer. And that was um, what year? That was in 07, January 07. I was by myself, opened the doors, rented yeah. a place, knew I needed an address. My brother and I had spent, you know, December building out the, the servers, the call center server. And we went live and started marketing. Yeah. So, and the end of 07, 
things started falling apart in the mortgage industry by 08, everything was just like coming yeah. down. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm kind of relating it to now is because sometimes when you, if people just stay focused and I don't know how to say this, but you kind of have to wake up every day and just go to work yep. and just wake up every day and just go to work. And, 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 and it does become about quantity of time sometimes it, it and people are like, Oh, well, it's quality over quantity. Um, and I believe that's true. But when you're showing up every day, it's like, okay, you're going to find something to do. You're like, Oh, I, you're going to think about, Hey, I should email this person. I should pick up this phone call. I, I need to respond to this person right away. I need to, I need to hit the road and drop off donuts to people's offices. I need to ship something to people. I need to write cards to people and everything. All of a sudden the wheels just keep going. So the whole country is collapsing economically. We were scaling up and we're actually on the Inc 500 list for in the top 200 fastest growing companies in 2011. So we actually grew during the time because when others were, were depressed and trying to just hang out and drink and party, both before when people were making a lot of money and when people are losing money, they weren't focusing on work right. and, and building the base. And I would say right now, um, you know, build the base, you know, right. and then and then we got, you know, chase the case, whatever the, whatever yeah. you're going after, you've got to figure out how do you, how do you find super, super productive right now? Cause a lot of people will live in fear mode and, and, and especially in business, like you got to have plans, but I mean, we lived, I mean, every, both businesses, you're kind of living literally check to check. I mean, we would have payroll one day and just be sorting through the mail, hoping checks came in Yeah, <laughs> and then making payroll. We'd go to the bank and dump every bit of coins on the bank counter and count out pennies. And even the bank cashiers would throw in a couple bucks to make payroll. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> And it was like, we, we had support like that. And you have that, yeah. that constant thing going that you feel it, but you, you know, you can't stop. Right. Well, I, and I've, I've, I've said that I'm like, you know, people, people say, don't stop, keep pushing, don't give up. And I'm always like, is there another option? Like, <laughs> what do you do if you give up, like get a job? I, I don't know, you know? So so, you know, right now people are freaking out. I mean, there are a lot of people. And I think yesterday the president said something about now extending it till April 30th. And, and I'm seeing, you know, some, some panic posts on, on Facebook. There are people and you can relate to this. Imagine if you were making your living as a bartender or a server and then bam, like it's gone no more. And so, and they're saying, stay home. Like, don't go out. Don't like, you know, back in the day, we could have just gone out and knocked on doors and begged for something or, you know, now that's not an option. So what do you say to the people that are, are in that position? What would you say to help them get, you know, give them some hope or something? What, what do you, what do you say? So I would say do the practical first. Like, you know, um, I've got friends, unfortunately, that own real estate. Um, and they the flood of calls coming in right now of people saying, I'm not going to pay my rent is a reality right now. Um, I think the whole economics are going to shift massively. But now's the time to figure out how to improve yourself during this time. Like, yeah. You know, what am I learning? What am I reading? What am I devouring? What am I doing for workouts? What am I doing nutritionally? Like kind of about, that's about all you can do. And then, you know, hopefully there are those who, who have been prepared and those who have been not. Right. Um, so this may be the lesson they need to learn in, you know, when people say have three months put aside, have three months put aside. Um, when they say have your credit cards paid down so you can rank them up as, as emergencies, now's the time to be putting all your emergencies in place. You yeah. know, um, now's the time to just be scrambling to find something somewhere for somebody. Yeah. You know, there are industries that are hiring like crazy. Uh, one of my buddies locally right here um, has went from 10 trucks to like several thousand in the last few years, uh, he's one of the last mile delivery companies for Amazon and some other deliveries. And they're scrambling like crazy looking for drivers. 
Um, there's people, there are companies that are looking for staff that'll work and not complain right now, um, about going into work. And you've got a lot of the lawsuits being filed. You got people that are saying they're being forced to work and they had other groups of people saying it's their American duty to show up and do the work in different places right now. Manufacturing companies are looking for people right now. It may not be the same way. I mean, I mean, you, we'd make $300 in a night working five hours, uh, waiting tables and bartending at this place called um, it was called Trocay restaurant here in South coast plaza at the time. Those, those wages may be gone right now, but there will be highs and there will be lows in life. And, you know, it's cutting back on expenses. It's getting rid of the auto debits. It's getting rid of like, what, what are the practical things you can do? Right. And then start coming up with like whatever plan that is for you. And I know there's guys that are sitting on a ton of cash that have been waiting for this moment, have been trying to have been seizing this moment. I'm going to chat group, with some of the guys, I'm in a group called Entrepreneurs Organization, right? Those EO, guys, yeah. EO, are yeah. are just seizing the moment. They're trading like crazy. Um, they're riding the stock market up and down, up and down every day. And the 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 the, the chat group is just blowing up with everyone saying, "Hey, this is going on. The, these are the coins. These are the um, ETF companies. These are these are the things going up and down." And they're just monitoring it daily within this group and using the cash on the side to make money right now. And yeah. some have already made great money already within the last three weeks yeah. and they're trading because they've got their main business. They've worked on their investment business and other guys that have been disciplined over many years and another men's group I'm a part of right now. Um, if you want to check out a great book for the future is called uh, Michael G. Isom. What would the Rockefellers do? Oh, it's wow. called, and if it's Michael G. Isom is, is a uh, genius on that. I'm, I'm going to go blank on the other guy. That's, that was Michael G. Isom's partner in writing that book, but it's talking about, you know, you're buying these whole life policies and you're putting away cash and you have your infinite banking. So you kind of create your own bank. And so I know I have a lot of friends that have, have gone that route and are now have stockpiles of cash. They can pull out and live comfortably for one, two, three years. And they've been disciplined and focused on doing that. Right. You know, and there's, and unfortunately I hate to say it, but there are those who have, have studied and prepared and their time will come. And there are those that have, have, you know, chosen, chosen to be like, Hey, I'm going to be more lackadaisical. I'm going to work. I'm only going to work 20, 30 hours at night. And um, I'm going to go surfing all day or something like it's, and I went surfing yesterday, half the day. So I can't really say anything bad about <laughs> surfing. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, this is, this is the reality of life. It's just, you know, and you can look at it. Oh, this, this sucks. This is, this is crappy. I'm trying not to cuss, but but (laughs) you can also say, you know, this may be the lesson that some of us need to learn and there's plenty of help. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like the willingness of people to step up and rise right now, the willingness of people to say, Hey, I've got your back. I'm willing to help and give you money, food, or Hey, come crash in my place. Come stay with my place. Like the sheer number of of connections being joined together that those have a community are just, I mean, there's so many people willing to step up right now. And, and, and I think there's a lot of people, a lot of unused energy in this nation right now. And there's a lot of opportunity of people saying, Hey, I'll help come crash on my couch. Come. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that. So as long as you have food, as long as you have water, a place to sleep and a roof over your head, you can survive. Yep. I mean, that's yeah. just a reality. Like, you know, you talk about all these great motivational books out there. Um, Oh, what's the guy that was going to jump off the bridge? And, jeez, uh, oh, my God. It's like Ogmandino. Oh, yeah. Og's books right now. You think, And yeah. this is why you read the books. And this is why you, you prepare your mind for such a time as this. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Totally agree. And, you know, you said that you went surfing yesterday. Well, you're in a position to go surfing. If you're, if you're, if you're right now in a position where you're, you can't pay your bills, you can't pay your rent, you can't eat, probably not the perfect time to go surfing. It would, you know. Depends on where you live, what you can do, because surfing is free, it's cheap. I already have a board, you know, and and you've got it. Number one rule is body first, body first, body first. Take care of your body first, because everything else can go to shit. But as long as you have this body first. So body then being right yeah. and your mindset, what are you doing to whatever it is, pray, meditate, journal, clear yeah. the emotional triggers. Are you, are you applying the Byron Katie stuff? Are you doing, have you, have you read Byron Katie yet? Any of her mm-hmm. work? Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's got a whole thing called the work 
And what it is is a bunch of series of questions to get rid of the bullshit stories in your mind. Because you've got to right now get rid of the, the stories of the world's going to fall apart. My life's a disaster. Whatever the story is. And you start asking yourself these questions. Yeah. And, and, and when you go through this, you're like, and then the number one question you ask is this. Is it true? Is it a hundred percent true? And and how do you get rid of these stories? And then what are the action items you can do from it? What are the what's the insight? What's the revelation? Right. And as we're going through this process, you you do this daily. You're doing the journey. What what's the issue? How do I feel about it? You're releasing, man. I'm like, you know, I'll do voice to text doing this sometimes. I'll be like, and I I don't know who your audience is, but I'm like, f this, f that. This effing sucks. <laughs> And that's the reality. You've got to let go of the negative. You know, we have the good side and the dark side to us. And the dark side can sometimes motivate us and the, motivate us and help us like drive us. But it's yeah. got to be channeled. If, you, if you're if we're sulking, if we're not working out, we're not, dude, do the push-ups, do the whatever it is you're doing in your workout. Whatever it is for me, surfing was just like, hey, I'm going to get paddling going, you know? Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play out there. I'm going to get exercise. I can't sit around the house. I'm... You know, I've been, every night I've been watching a couple hours of Narcos Mexico. I was telling you that. I was like, okay, yeah. this is, I've watched more TV in the last three weeks than I've watched in an entire year and a half, probably. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this has got to stop. <laughs> you know, so yesterday we like worked out, bouncing the bouncer in the morning, drank the coffee, bouncing the bouncer, did the roller for 30 minutes, you know, yeah. then did the weights and everything for an hour. And, I, and I'm timing it. I'm hitting hitting my timer. And the buzzer goes off. I go, thank God, I can finally stop rolling. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not the workout king, okay? But yeah. it's this. It's body first. And then mindset. What are you doing for your meditation, your breathing exercises, your all the things people teach? Now is the time to go learn it if you don't yep. know it. And if you do know it, now is the time to apply. And there's no excuse. There's no like, oh, I got to rush to this meeting. I go to this kid's uh, birthday party. I've got to go to this event or this thing. No, you, we, are, we are consolidated. Now is the perfect time in history, if there ever was, to say, hey, I'm going to focus on learning. I'm going to focus on reading. I'm going to focus on developing the next best version of me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. You're a thousand percent correct. And, and you know, I, I don't know about you, but I have, and because of, of um, Bob Donnell and, and Joe Ingram and some um, Mark Victor Hansen and his wife, Crystal, um, you know, they've, they've all introduced me to some amazing, amazing people. I told you Glenn Morshower and I've become really incredibly close. And, and if it weren't for, and, and that's the thing, I think a lot of people are, are re they're framing this in a, in a really bad way. Right. And, and I'm framing it like, dude, I've met more badasses in the last couple of weeks than than I ever have in my life. And I'm 50, I'll be 52 years old in a couple months. So, I mean, I've been around the block a couple of times and I have met more incredible human beings in the last couple of weeks that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Because you know, Glenn, the dude's flying all over the place making movies and TV shows. He don't have time to get on and, and do this, right? So like now he does because Hollywood is shut down. So, you know, I think right now you have the biggest opportunity. I had somebody hit me up this morning saying, hey, do you know some really high level video editors? I'm like, I mean, I yeah, I know some. and But now would be a perfect time for you to, for somebody to go learn how to edit video, learn how to do these things that, because there's a, very, there's a shortage right now too of oh, great video editors and yeah. they're in extremely high demand and it's something that can be at least the basics can be learned and yeah. you spent three months six months powering away at all the editing tools there's yep. a lot you can learn we've had it we've built a whole group here at this company to build all our videos and everything yeah. so yeah I, it's there's just there's huge opportunity i think right now like you said about the guys that are that are that are in your your group chat that are investing mm -hmm. now, right? There's going to be a lot of really wealthy people made because of this coronavirus. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't know which motivational speaker ever said it, but this is the story that I kind of want to text yeah. everybody. It's like, you know, it's like there's one kid, like there's two kids. One kid walks in the room, and he sees a pile of shit everywhere, and he's like, just walks out. Yeah. And, uh, 
another kid walks in there, starts throwing it up in the air and goes, there must be a pony in here somewhere. (laughs) And it's like, story just sticks in my mind right now because that's the truth where we're at right now. There's, it, it, and fortunately, it is the Great Depression. Unfortunately, it is 9-11. It is, fortunately, it is a mortgage meltdown yeah. all at once. Yeah. And that's just reality. But if you've read your history books, you've studied about even what happened in, you know, the takeover of, of during Germany when uh, during Nazi, when Nazis took over and what happened economically during all of that. We see this is where this is where understanding history helps. Because if you can see a vision of, of, of making it through it, if you can see a vision of, of where where the world will be in six and 12 and 18 months from now, you're able to withstand the current thing. It's like, that's why reading books like Viktor Frankl's book in Man's Search for Meaning, it's uh, it, 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 like, you, you, you know, you can, if you can see a vision of the future, a vision of staying alive, a vision of surviving, and then you try to find the tools and the techniques that help you thrive in some way, shape, or form, back to body, being, balance, and business every day, body, being, balance, and business, body first, body first, then being, journaling, meditation, then then balance, who are you sharing love with? Are you, are you, are you the one that's outpouring love right now? So when you're focused on yourself, you're going to, you're going to crumble. When you focus on other people, you rise yep. and that giving more energy, you receive more energy. And who are you reaching out to? Who are you calling in? Call those friends from junior high and high school. Call those friends that you've met over the last several decades of your life and just reach out, send a text, get on the phone call, just say hi, and you'll start building the energy. Like everyone, everyone's in the most people in the country are going to be highly challenged in some way, shape, or form. There's very few people that are on that upper echelon that have like have three years stocked away and have ha- have their businesses and that are making money because they're maybe the mask company or the ventilator company right now or the companies that are 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 doing all of that. So, yeah, somebody's at, glows asking for the book name. I think that was the Byron Katie book that you were talking about. Do you? So there's one Byron Katie loving what is. Loving would, what is. Loving what is. Byron Katie, loving what is. And all her work. She's got questions you can ask yourself to learn to do journaling on your own. Um, we have a whole program that we've incorporated those into something called the stack in our in our system or whatever. It's like 52 questions that we teach people to walk through to change their mindset. Um, the other book is Victor Frankel. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a great book. It's about him when he was in uh, in a prison camp and, and the mentality. And then he created a whole theory called Logos Therapy. Um, yeah. He actually wrote 32 different books. And yeah. um, actually, I think uh, Bob's friends with his grandson. So if wow. you want to get connected to his grandson, and I think they, uh, I think Bob can comment on that. Um, I think we had lunch with him or dinner one time with Bob. I can't wow. remember, but I think that was it. And they were making a movie about his life. And, and it's just fascinating the amount of depth of work and he coached people yeah kind of like modern motivation he was uh, uh, that book I recommend that book all the time if it's not the best book ever written it's in the top three I, because he he, sh- he watched his entire family be slaughtered in front of him in, in Auschwitz and 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 came back. I, I here's one thing I remember and I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but he says in there that he, he realizes he's watching people around him literally dwindle into nothing and die. And, and his family, he realized that the German soldiers that were doing all of these, these horrible things, they could take everything from him except for one thing and that was his mind. Yes. yes. You can't take my mind, no. dude. You don't get that. You can have everything else, but you are not getting my mind. And that's a decision, right? That's a decision. Yes. So, so dude, for the person that's, that's, um, I don't know, you know, look, I've been in, when I start, my wife and I, I incorporated my company in 07. And, and in 09, I met my wife and, and about 2010, I had an, an employee walk in and go, um, Hey boss, there's a guy looking in the windows of your SUV out in the parking lot. And I'm like, well, tell him to get the hell out of here. And he goes, well, I would, but he has it blocked with his tow truck. <laughs> I'm like, Oh no, no, he's there to repo my crap. And I'm like, well, this sucks. And it was a bad, bad day. 
And there are people going through bad, bad days where they don't, there's, there's no money. There's, they can't find it. They're not, they're stuck, man. And they, they're, they're feeling hopeless to the person that's in that place that where they're just literally at the end of their rope and there's nowhere for them to turn. What, what advice or tip, if they called you on the phone right now, what would you say to them to help them, to help them get through that moment? Because we know that it's a moment and it will pass. So when I started the company, I had about $87,000. We got the building. I had a place to live for about a year in year one to live for free. I sold a house a year prior. And part of the deal was having two years for free to live in this like lower portion of the house. It was separate from the rest of the house. So I got cash out of that place. And because I knew at some point something might go wrong. And so when I started the company and I had $87,000, I had to start the company, make payroll, pay for mortgages, pay for servers. So, so by the time I lost the place to live, um, I had the building to live in. Right. right. And so I had the car and I kind of moved all my stuff out and I basically hid it in the, the first building we had, um, over here, uh, about a block away. And I lived upstairs for almost three, maybe three and a half, four months because I was so broke. I was, I was literally calling people that I knew my buddy, Chris Long to go eat at his house and he had money. Um, his wife would give me food and make food up. And, and I hit up all my friends. Yeah. Um, uh, I was lucky enough that I, I think the cars were paid off at the time. Um, so I was kind of in a position where I could kind of, all I had to do was make rent on the building. All I had to do was make payroll. And and we lived so inexpensively just to survive. But I knew inside of it, like, this is the process. This is what I had to go through. Because I, I, had, I had already built inside of me these stories like, like that's why we we watch these things. That's why we get around the people we do because yeah. these stories build us. These stories change the way we think about what the future would look like. And as long, again, back to Victor Frank, if I know I can make it through it, I will do whatever it takes to survive till I can thrive. Mm. And I'd say, and I would say it's, that's it. That's it. And, and, and the people, so they're, there's probably a lot of people, not probably, there are a lot of people who are going to have to adjust the way they've been living. I'm one of them. Like, I, I'm going to, I'm, we're going to cut back my, I'm yeah. like just to sheer volume. I'm not traveling as much. I'm not going to conferences. Like I'm not living at hotel rooms. Like you're just also an expenses drop where, you know, we, we will see where our business goes. We will yeah. see if we get these other contracts that grow us. We can either grow or have to shrink massively back. We yeah. know we have many months uh, prepped, to survive at least several months without zero income. So we're going to see where this, we're going to see where it goes. There's got to be an opportunity. So we're, we're doubling down on sales right now. We're doubling down on marketing right now. We're doubling down on top ramen for Joe Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, I love ramen noodles. I don't don't know why they get such a bad rap. (laughs) They they need ramen noodles with bacon for Joe Ingram. So (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is, it's a matter of, and, and that's the other thing is it, it's never, it's, I, I mean, it's never permanent like that life ebbs and flows. Right. So, I mean, look at the great depression, look at the number of years they had, look at the, they didn't have the systems in place. They didn't have the unemployment insurance. They didn't have the, they didn't have the different programs that they're able to roll out so fast. I mean, the fact with Congress has already done what they've done, despite massive political differences. I mean, you could not ask for more diametrically opposed people in some ways right now when you watch this yeah. stuff. But like, they still are. I mean, there's there's so much happening. There's so much like opportunity because. I mean, just the unemployment insurance alone that people have some money coming in, usually enough to, it's going to be enough to eat. It's going to be enough. To, I mean, they may not be able to pay their huge mortgages or their rent, but there's going to be, you know, stall your mortgage for three, whatever the programs are, as you start dissecting all this stuff, what what is allowed, what will affect your credit, kind of really yeah. making sure you're making the decision models correct. How does the CARES Act work for small businesses? You know, yeah. um, some making sure that people are not abusive. 
Yeah. You know, if they're employees of a company right now is not the time to be abusive to companies. They, you know, everybody needs to do their part in yeah. this country right now. Everybody do the best, be, be, do as much work as you can to help as many, help your company, help, help your friends. Look like who, right now, Crystal. Love Crystal. Hello. Um, so I think that's kind of, that's, that's it, Ken. Like yeah. I mean, everyone's got to do their part and stay focused, but there are a lot of things this country is doing right now that we're in a really good place. I mean, the fact we can even do this zoom call, yeah. the fact, I mean, there's so many opportunities right now. Um, and I think that's it. We just got to find the one that works for you. I agree, man. I totally agree. I think, um, again, I said it a minute ago, I think this is the greatest opportunity of most people's lifetimes. It doesn't feel like it may be right now in the moment, but I, I think that there's going to be some phenomenal stuff that comes out of this. Ph phenomenal. I agree. <clears throat> Dude. I, so, so how first, where can everybody follow you? Where's the best, where's the best place? What social media platform? Um, I'm on Instagram. Okay. At, at Hoffman Troy. I'm on Facebook, Troy Hoffman. You can find me. Um, so those are the ones I've got LinkedIn. I've got it all. Yeah. I don't know if I'm yeah. spending that much time on social media right now. Cause now's the time to, if that's your business to gain business from social media, I would be on it all day, every day, all night. Yeah. If you've got other income sources that you know, you can build right now, go build them. Like now's yeah. the time to build, build, build. I agree. And I think, and tell me if you agree with this, um, banks, landlords, utility companies, they're not just going to start shutting you off and kicking you out right now. It's no. not going to happen. There'll be too many lawsuits around it too right now. Yeah. I mean, everyone, the legal community is talking about, um, you know, how can you apply force majeure to your organization, your contracts right now? There's a lot of, a lot of things in just standard language where this may comply, but yeah. you have to do the best you can to keep going with the, the, if you're trying your best, that's all you can do. That's right. It. And th so if you have contracts you need to fulfill that you can't fulfill, um, and especially with like rent and mortgage right now, right. I would yeah. say, yeah, they're they're going to be complied by law to yeah. allow this to affect. And I'm hoping that on the um, no one's really dealt with the credit report side, but I think it'll even they'll make sure it doesn't impact your even your credit report too. I'm sure someone's going to lay that out um, at some point. But yeah, use all these tools at our hands, right? Yeah. Um, the real estate companies are going to be getting bailouts. Hopefully, if they can get it for to keep their general costs running. That's where, you know, the CARES Act, if you read section 1102 and section 1105, if you're a small business, um, you know, under 500, there's a lot of great stuff. There's two months of payroll. There's two months of rent, two months of mortgage expense. That is part of the CARES Act. And, and if you're keeping people employed, it may be forgivable. I'm not sure how accurate that how accurate that's going to be or not. Yeah. We're going to find out, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be basically a bailout. We're not going to have to pay back the loans on it. You know, all the employee benefits are being trying to be protected as much as possible right now by all the companies. Um, and there's already lawsuits being filed for companies that are not complying. Yeah. If they're just laying people off and not doing it correctly, there's there's a whole way of correctly laying people off and a whole way of not correctly laying people off. So you got to make sure you do. I don't know how many entrepreneurs are actually on here that actually have have employees that are over 50. Um, yeah. It's a whole different game. Under 50, under 25, there's different rule sets around the nation. But right now, it's time to get a hold of the best HR or, or employment attorney if you are running a company and you're not actively seeking out. Most of my business is built on class action lawsuits. We do thousands of employment cases wow. of companies that are not complying with the law. And so right now, it's time to really double down to make sure, am I following all the HR rules? Do I have a good outside HR company? Do I have an outside um, employment law um, if you need an attorney, reach out to me, guys, um, to kind of talk about if you're running a business and you really need to kind of talk through some things so we can actually dive deep into these subjects. Because if you take the time, you got to read the CARES Act. There's a lot of fantastic things. So if you haven't read it fully yet, Ken, I would um, definitely suggest reading it for anybody out there that's in business or even for themselves personally right now to understand what is the $2 trillion. It's twice as much as we did during the mortgage 
collapse. Yeah. So, so you and and for anybody that doesn't know what force majeure means, it's an act, act of God, basically, right? So, um, and there's you know there are a lot of entrepreneurs that that watch this show, and I think look, reach out to this dude because Troy, you definitely I can I can just tell him <laughs> I've been around the block enough that you know your stuff. And when Crystal Hansen comes on and says self-made great businessman he's a real deal i mean what else do you need man that's that's one heck of an endorsement right there so so you're not on social media a lot right now you said no i'm trying very little like i don't want to get time sucked right now now's the time to be like head down where did where should my time go where's the highest and best use of my time you've got to ask yourself this is where kind of like some type of whatever spirituality people have, like you kind of sink in and drop from your head to your heart right now and go, okay, you know, okay, universe, God, whatever it is for you. Okay. Where, where should my time go? Where should I focus? What, where, so you get rid of the monkey mind first. You've got to get rid of the monkey mind, whatever that is. Your mind's bouncing all over the race and racing this disaster, this thing, like, okay, you got to drop down. Man, where, what are the most important tasks? What do I need to click through? What are the, what are the proactive steps I need to be taking right now with my time? And I think that's, that's can only be answered by each individual in each scenario. Reach out. There are a lot of people willing to coach for free right now around the country. If you have, if you've like, oh, I need, I need help. Now's the time. There's a group called CEO Coaching International I'm a part of, um, they're offering free coaching sessions for anybody that's a legit entrepreneur. Don't call if you're a one person show call. If you have to have real employees, you know, you're running a company of some sort. They're offering free coaching right now. Mark Moses is the founder of it. Um, Mark built a mortgage company to like over a billion dollars. He wrote the book. um, uh, I think big, go big. I can't think of it. (laughs) Whatever. I'm going to go blank. Mark Moses, Um, incredibly motivated group of people. There's a guy that like, one of the coaches ran Mars Candy Company. Another coach has, they're doing over $500 million in sales and he's an active CEO. A lot of these guys are just retired or very active CEOs that are their part-time, they're doing entrepreneur coaching. I'm sure you can reach out to Bob Donnell if you need help right now, guys. Yeah. Um, Bob's always wanting to volunteer for free all the time. Call Bob Donnell. I guarantee, yeah. call Ken up. I'm guaranteed yeah. Ken would talk to you guys for free. Yeah. Um, reach out to me right now if you have a problem. Because um, right now is the time to seek the the specific advice at the right time and take the right actions. Yeah. And and it's all about leading through this crisis, like actively leading. If you got to cut, cut deep right now. If you got to cut, cut deep and cut once. Like if you're going to have to cut, cut deep and cut once. Like if you can hold it together, be honest. If your communication was once a week with your people and then that was it, make it daily. If your communication was once a month, make it once a week. So mm-hmm. you've got to make sure you're over communicating right now. People make their own stories up so fast of what's happening. Wow. Those are some unbelievable tips. And I do that. What was the name? I was trying to create a banner to throw up. It's called ceocoaching.com. Is that what you said? Uh, CEO Coaching International. Is it um, a, a Facebook group? Uh, what it's, is- no, it's a, it's, a, it's a very expensive group to be a part of. Like oh. you're going to pay basically, normally it's $5,000 for basically three hours a month of coaching is what you're paying to be a part of that group. But this is not your normal coaches. This is, these are guys that have, that are worth, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars doing the coaching. So if you're a real entrepreneur, you have real employees, you're running organizations where you're responsible, you're the founder, or you're the president who now have to run this thing of this company. You know, you're probably looking over 50, a lot of the average company size in there is about a thousand employees. So if you need to reach out, reach out to Mark Moses and that team, they'll find you a coach. You know, I'd reach out to um, other people that are willing to step up and help right now. I'm sure, you know, you would mention other people like Joe Ingram, you know, yeah. I'm sure people call Joe right now and ask, Hey, I'm running a company because Joe is a master of going and turning around companies he and is. turning around car dealerships. And there's, there's, there's plenty of resources and people willing to pour their hearts out and their minds like, like never before yeah. has so much information been so accessible by, by, by so many people that have now is the time to ex- access it. Now is the time to change. Now is the yeah. time to grab what you need to put inside of you to make the next best version of you. 
God. I hope you guys are taking notes. That that was that was unbelievable. So so Troy, I, I can't thank you enough. And I, I know um we had a little little hiccup in the beginning. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> no, it's not I'm technical. I'm working on my technical skills. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you've been incredible. So um where's the best how's the best way to get a get a hold of you? Troyhoffman.com. I've got it scrolling across the bottom. Yeah, I don't even call me on my cell phone. Like, um, call or text me. Text me. Send me a text. Hey, this is my name. Here's my. Be very specific. Here's my name. Here's here's what I would love to have a conversation about. I mean, I, I click through calls morning, noon, and night. Go for a four mile walk and like crank through calls and just wow. trying to like follow up with everything as much as possible. So I, I get back to usually everyone within 24 hours. Flow. Flow <laughs> um, rocks. And uh, so eight. My cell phone number is 850-322-8261. Wow. I think you are the very first person to just put it out there like that. That's incredible, dude. That's incredible. I'm not giving out my cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Call if you need help. I mean, we've I'm got... Kidding. And we've also got teams of people that uh, do work my social media. The people yeah. reach out that will, will elevate the messages that I can help with. Otherwise, they'll respond on my behalf. And, you know, we have a lot of questions that come in from uh, – we have a Facebook group. I think there's like 300,000 people or something on that. Um, we've got like 36,000 on the Instagram. And a lot of people will text and ask questions and ask for resources, um, you know, on all of it. Body, being, balance, and business. All four matter. So – how and real quick, and I I know we're at the end of the hour, but I want to ask you one question because you talk a lot about the health and nutrition and and supplements and and all of that. Um, how important is vi like I keep hearing all this stuff about vitamin C, vitamin C, vitamin C, and that's the way to fight the coronavirus. And I mean. Do you know anything about that? So the number one thing is keep your immune system up. Okay. So, I mean, vitamin C is one of the basics, you know, whatever, whatever the deficiency in you is get out there. If you're eating oranges and drinking orange juice and you're devouring tangerines and like eating all the things that are high in vitamin C, whatever that is, and you're devouring your, your healthy vegetables that are fresh with live enzymes. Like now's the time to be doubling down on yourself, avoiding, avoiding the heavy fats, the sugars, like all the things that like lots of alcohol suppresses your immune system. You know what I mean? Anything that's going to suppress your immune system. Now's the time to keep building it. Um, there's tons of people putting out a lot of great content that are some of the top health experts in the world. Um, I would look at some of the stuff Dr. Nick Delgado is putting out. NickDelgado.com. I'm sure you can go to YouTube and look up Nick's Nick Delgado on the immune system. Um, and you're really looking at one of the top nutritionists out there. And there's just a lot of fantastic information. So right now your immune system is number one. Get out in the sun. Make sure you're doing your workouts in the sun and getting your real vitamin D, do your supplements, whatever that is for you. Yeah. And you may have to do muscle testing and find somebody that's a, a good muscle tester to find out what products work on you and see, do your blood work. There's still, you can still go to the labs and get regular blood work done. If you're not doing your bacon's not good, too much bacon, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's bacon. I mean, it, you're, you're trying to find the things that are good for you that you need to do. And you should be getting your blood work every three months. Where are you deficient on? What do you need? Um, NickDelgado.com, Pamela Aubrey put up there. Yeah. Um, he's just fantastically knowledgeable on different aspects. And, you know, there's uh, look at we got Jill's organic that's, green smoothies. That's, that's my wife. <laughs> she makes she makes these unbelievable green smoothies. I do one every day. I love it. I mean, I it's like too. this big. Yeah. Thirty dollars it costs to build these every day, probably. But wow, it's like yeah. super healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, you're a rock star, man. I I am so glad that you took the time. Thank you, thank you for taking the time and coming on. I I I can't thank you enough, man. It's awesome. So everybody, there's there's Troy's cell phone number right there, eight five zero three two two eight two six one. That's correct, right? Yes, sir. Wow, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time coming on here, sharing your your story and your strength and hope. You rock, dude. Thank you, sir. 
I will do today what others won't, so I can live tomorrow like others can't. Oh, my God. Somebody, um, <laughs> Joe, Joe said he just unfriended you. <laughs> Picking on bacon. Bacon is the answer to all questions. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Hey, um, everybody follow Troy and, and they're like, dude, you rock, man. Thank you so much. Don't hang up on me yet. I'm going to end the live stream. Thank you to everybody who shared this out. That means you're not selfish and you rock. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. Troy. Thanks again, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you.